Howdy. Welcome to the Dwee Rose Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Dweebo. And I've got here, oh, did I say Dweebo? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Arthur, Arthur Morgan. Right here is uh, Hosea. Oh, Hosea. And Micah. And they're two part of the gangs. And, uh, I, I take a bullet for these two. Really? I don't, don't reckon you really say that in front of people often. Uh, well, we're just outlaws and in-laws. We're talking games. We're talking, sh- talking TV shows. We going out west with a podcast, they call it. We're talking movies. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I get possessed by a cowboy spirit. Who is this Western oh, man, man, Southern looking? Hey, what is this? I'm trying to talk down to get off of, Get off of oh. I don't know. There's like a cowboy spirit. Get rid of those things. I like those hats. I don't. I don't know what happens. I put that hat on. I did a hangout recently. And that happened. I feel like I just worked a hundred hour work week. I feel like I was last. <laughs> Why do on... I feel like I've slept on nothing but dirt and cockroaches? Why does it feel like I was bumping my balls on a <laughs> on a horse? That's terrible. Uh, have you guys ever went horseback riding? Yes, uh, yes it, hurts. it hurts your balls. Like yeah. you're doing it is like is like just constantly yes. hitting hitting the yeah. hitting your yeah. Horses. But you know, uh, in Red Dead. That Red Dead sense. and Red Dead, they they figured it out. Yep. They put uh, they have they wear like what's that called? Uh, they, the, is that why like cowboys yeah. wear like a thing? They like, have they to have something. They wear like that super padded like I don't yeah. know jeans. Like, yeah. yeah. Hey, As a kid, me. I was like literally like yelling ah just the whole time. Why is this fun? I was just making it probably a hassle. I, my mom and dad though were in tears laughing at me. Yeah. Because I but. It was between that and we were coming up close to like edges, and it, it, just the whole time I'm yeah. just bouncing. Like I yeah. can't stick on there, but I like it better when it's a video game form. Right off the bat, Red Dead Redemption Two mm. came out this month, and uh, I really like it. And Tell you, me. you've played it. It's me and Jacob, and you have not. Nah, I ain't even. I ain't even seen yeah. anything. I've seen a couple of things on Twitter, but why don't you guys tell me? A little bit about your impressions. So, <laughs> if you want to see deeper impressions, we did. A, I did a hangout just by myself and got possessed by the cowboy. I don't know what happened there. A little bit deeper, but uh, I'll kind of recap that. Um, Red, I never played the first one, and so I went into this one very excited because Westworld, mm-hmm. the show Westworld, uh, I've talked about on the podcast, that came out around the time that this got announced, and I was yeah. like... Okay, I'm into the West. Like I'm in. I I never never been in really super into the Western themes. I am loving this. This wow. is uh, another open world game. All I've done is play open world Bro, games. I, I to the point where I was like, I'm really playing another open world game. But the writing, the characters you meet, oh, just like. The different scenarios, it's very similar into The Witcher, the side quest oh, stuff, okay. where you'll start right. out something, and it's like, hey, go get this bounty on this person, and you're, it'll actually twist into a side quest. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, a little tiny... Bounties usually go find somebody, lasso them up. Fetch quest, basically. Yeah, you go find a person, and even those are, like, kind of, like, they'll change it up, but then sometimes they'll even tweak into a side yeah. quest territory, and they, they become something bigger. Um, I am just loving the writing and all that stuff. Oh, it is, like... It, you're playing a western. You're playing like mm-hmm. a legit western, and 
Another thing about this game is it's very extremely slow. Mm. Extremely. But coming from like liking westerns and stuff, movies and stuff, it's just like that. It's literally like that in game form. Yeah. But I think people cut like I was playing this because at the beginning you open up with like in a snow. You're yeah, in like snow dude. place. So you're kind of you're already moving slow <laughs> through the snow and picking up things, you literally it's like, hey, pick up a can of beans. He grabs it, sticks in his jacket. Okay, there's a money clip. And it's, it's not that slow. just generic. It's like, not like you've picked up this or you automatically picked up that. You'll pick up ammo if you walk or across dead enemies and stuff, uh-huh. but you have to like literally loot them. You have to like bend down and look at the body. Pick up. Yeah, yeah. You shake it for a second and you get stuff. Uh, so that I think can turn people off, but I love it <laughs> because it's very slow and cinematic and everything feels like real and like. People complain too, and I think people complaining about G- GTA V's kind of like control sometimes, like kind of the running, yeah. kind of the, the feel of the character. But this kind of reminds me of Last Guardian and like Ico and stuff, where the, the character kind of has weight to it, has kind of physics to it. So this feels like you feel like when you're on horseback, when you're running around, when you're shooting and stuff, like mm-hmm. it feels weighty. It feels like you're just this big beefy like cowboy yeah. guy, and I love it. And um, uh, one last thing about it is. Um, that it reminds me of Final Fantasy 15 in that that game nailed being on a road trip with your friends. This game nails you're a part of this these bandits, these like outcasts in society, and it is the end of the Wild West. Mm-hmm. And, law, and and uh, Uncle Sam is coming for everybody. <laughs> there there's laws now in place, and these people are running basically place to place in like these little tents and camps. Yeah, and you have like camps and like you move the camp at like certain points or whatever like to like keep away from the law oh wow. and, like uh in the story or whatever and, and like you're like getting these like people and each but everybody has a job they're trying to like build up and you feel like everybody's like hey they're Michael what's going on and like the dialogue is so good it feels like family it feels like legit you can pick on people like when you're talking about them I think my favorite part is like you can either say hi to them or you can pick on them. Or you can antagonize them. Yeah, yeah. And they get mad at you, and you're to like, oh, I'm just joking with your brother. Like, calm <laughs> down. I heard somebody describe it this way, where they said there's role-playing games where there's, like, stats, and it's an RPG, and you're uploading your grading stats. They said, in this, you're, you're role-playing as yeah. a cowboy. Yeah. Like, you are, this is the most, like, uh-huh. a game has ever been, like, yeah. you're literally this person, and this is their job. Yeah. And, it, like, this is their game, and this I, is their... It just reminds me of Final Fantasy 15 and that, like, oh, I'm just loving this, like... Night, you know, night, uh, nighttime does, you know, it's, um, uh, sundown's coming. Yeah. And somebody, a uh, random person will come up to the campfire, one of the members, and start playing the harmonica. Mm-hmm. And somebody will start singing, they'll come up, and they'll start, and it's, it's kind of like dynamic moments, and you're yeah. just like, wow, like they yeah. have nailed, you can, you can tell, like, um, I guess I, in all of this too, but what were you going to say? There's a lot to it that makes me feel like this is a great game. Yeah. But there's parts of it that makes me, like, really hate it. What, what don't you want? So, in GTA, I already hated the control scheme. Like, mm-hmm. how you had to tap A to run. Yes. How yeah. you had to pull up L1 to pull up your weapon wheel to switch their weapons. Yeah. It, it, they brought it over into Red Dead. And the problem when they brought it over is they added layers on top of it. So, now, you have to, like, double tap X when you're running with your horse to get them to follow mm-hmm. the road. Or if you, like, hit L1, you have to hit R1 on top of it to get to your second wheelhouse, whereas other weapons on top of it. I'm having trouble with that, the wheel, like, yeah. to, uh, there's a kind of, like, a quick menu and stuff, and I'm still getting used to where everything is at. It, uh, I'm about eight hours in, yeah. um, if I had to give it, like, a rough estimate, and it's still, like, I'm, like, in a fight, I'm, like, L1, 
R1. Up stick. Luckily, it slows down, like, kind of. It does. It, it stops the battle, basically, you to, for you to do that. It's play. just like. Come back in. Why couldn't we just get an L1 to make you switch it? I don't care. In a weird way, that really intrigues me because we live in this world of, like, homogenization of control schemes. Everything in, in the West is, like, R shoot, and I'm, I'm assuming R is still shoot, but like yeah. this is most games, like Ubisoft open world yeah. games, like you can guess exactly what the controls are going to be for Far Cry and Watch Dogs and all these games end mm-hmm. up being like very vanilla. And it reminds me almost like of a like Japanese kind of approach <laughs> to things of just like this game has an unbelievable budget, unbelievable amounts of man hours go into it, and the controls are weird. Like I just yeah. kind of like that because. I would think, oh, they, I would. My biggest fear about this game, and I'm not particularly invested in the series, was they've made so much money from GTA Online. Yeah. That I was worried that the rock star that was like hungry and willing to innovate and do some different things, I was worried that that wasn't going to be in this game. Mm. And they didn't really show it off a lot up until really yeah. recently. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering, like, is this going to be kind of generic? And it has not been that way from yeah, what I've no. heard at all. It has been very innovative. Yeah. And even if some of the control stuff is goofy, like, at least they're trying something different. The, it the sounds like. Is that true? Yeah, the firefights are good. The interactions with people are spot on. Yeah. I never hear them repeating dialogue, at least not yet. Yeah. I'm loving the firefights. Mm-hmm. I'm loving when it's like, Micah, grab the gun or get cover and stuff. And, like, there's you're on horseback fighting yeah. or whatever and stuff. I think and my uh, favorite scene, which won't go into it much... I'm not sure about what happened, but it ended up where you had like a brawl and you were fighting with your face. Yes, that's and cool I was like, that was awesome. This is hysterical. Yeah. And there was another side quest that you may not have done yet. Yeah. But when I did the side quest, I was like, this accomplished nothing towards the story, but man, what a great time yeah, that was. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> fun side quests. They're worth doing. You're always, it'll it'll twist and turn you like Witcher will. Yeah. Yeah. You'll start to go into it, and they learn from the Witcher, I think, yeah. big time from that. Um, um, and one last thing on that, uh, the, the kind of, uh, the design of some of these missions and stuff like that, when you're yeah. talking about, the music starts out like it's fun or whatever, and then it gets to a point where it's like, it's starting to get pretty brutal, and the music kind of drops, and more people, like, the PCs are kind of gather around. Like, you before you know it, and you're like, ugh, this is kind of like bad and someone's oh. like hey lay off like or whatever oh, and, man. and uh it's just that kind of okay. design and stuff happening is like whoa this is extremely well done like yeah. cinematic and you feel like you're in a western and like and people are like, notice what's going on i had a question about that yeah. i heard that the people like they witness stuff and they remember yes. stuff and, and they, they go out and tell on you yeah, yeah they'll they'll tell tell. and so you either have to lasso so you either have to hunt. i've done it before where i've completed a side mission or something and some npc was kind of near and said there's a witness in the area and it shows where the witness is, and I kind of just walk up to them, and, like, they'll start running. They're like, I'm on a tail, I'll do or whatever. And you can lasso them and, and grab them, and then, or I just chase up to them and punch them, and then they're on the ground, and, I, and like, you can start to, like, either threaten or beat them. So, I like, I also have to say, like, do not say anything. It's like, I'm going to tell on you, mister. So you just beat them. Yeah. And, oh, and they're like, okay, I'll never say anything again. It's like, that's what I thought in New York. I heard like, you can talk to anybody. You can. Yeah. You can go up and talk to people, and they'll just have different, like, interactions with you, like, stuff. But That's nuts. Uh, awesome. I, just, I didn't say anything about this game that made me, like, really happy was the way they set it up is that you had Red Dead Revolver, which came out on the PS2. Yeah. That's the first game, technically, in the series. Yeah. Red, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the middle game, and Red Dead Redemption 1 is the end game. Okay, I didn't know that. So, 19... This is a prequel. I knew yeah. that this was a prequel. I didn't know the Red Dead Revolver. So, Red Dead Revolver is the first game. 
And oh. with it being the first game, it tells a story of like this long historic western. Oh. And that was made by a different company. Yeah. Then Rockstar got the Red Dead the Redemption Two is that I think they said it like the late. It's eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, it's like really late. Yeah. And then nineteen eleven hits, so that's where Red Dead Redemption One came to. Oh, okay. In. And it's a follow up yeah. on one of your companions. Yeah, because uh, John Marson. Yep. Uh, so I knew that much. I never played Red Dead One. It didn't really interest me back then. But uh, mm-hmm. he is like right out of the bat, like when you start the game, he is in that game yeah. or whatever. So what's cool is oh, like, he's, the he's in the, the camp. So yeah. Yeah. have you gotten to know his character? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make camp. you want to play the first? I want to play the first one. I kind of yeah, I, but I feel like this one is so far and above what graphically a weird and stuff. Choice. How interesting is that that they had a protagonist in their in the Red Dead Redemption One. And they chose to, in the prequel, call it two, have you play as a different character. I guess wasn't in the first one. Yeah. But then bring the protagonist to the first one, and he's in your game. It's pretty cool. Isn't that interesting? The first game, if you guys haven't played it, based around him, it's also based on the crew you meet and hang out with now. Oh, Oh, the crew in this game was in the first one Mm -hmm. as well? Oh, okay. so it's, it's, I heard somebody it's, say that they should, and I don't know. I don't know this is a thing, but they said at the end they should make it like Pokemon Gold and Silver, where it's just a remade version of one. <laughs> <of this engine. laughs> that'd be when cool. When you the two, but yeah, it's, I'm telling you, like that was like I, I watched the video one and I was like, oh, I'm gonna stop here because I'm actually thinking about going back. To, I started Red Dead Redemption one on PS uh, Now, yeah, ran like butt because we had terrible internet, but now that we have better internet, I kind of want to try it again. And they're know. letting you—they're <laughs> letting you download them offline. Aren't yes, they? so that so might work better. Yeah, better. Uh, yeah, that's. Um, but Red Dead, awesome. And kind of going into that to talk a little bit more, uh, there was kind of controversy over this game leading up to the development uh, oh, yeah. or to the release because uh, one of the co-founders of Rockstar came out and said. Yeah, we've been working 100 hour like weeks. It's stuff. important. What he said was the writing team, which he is part of, yeah. was working 100 hour weeks towards the end. Well, initially he said that and then cleared it up. Yeah. He came up and cleared it up. But in doing that, they said, okay, yeah. we're letting our, um, like everybody from the team, speak out and interview, which. If you ever have had a job and somebody says like, "Yeah, you can speak freely," it's like you don't, you know, you, you can't know. kind of still speak freely. Yeah. People still came out though. Yeah, people yeah. still came out, but it's more anonymous. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I would never tie my name, and it's like the company's like, "You can speak," and it's like, "Yeah, I'll yeah. be fired." But uh, so yeah, this kind of um, opened up another conversation on like crunch time, like devs kind of, yeah, you know, uh, people spending like hours, hours not seeing their family, working weekends, working late, late nights, spending the night at the office <laughs> to finish these games. And uh, it was interesting. I sat and read. It was very, very long. But uh, Jason, what's his name? Schreier. 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 I always get it wrong. From Kotaku. <laughs> wrote an article kind of... Uh, kind of um, interviewing a bunch of the, the the Rockstar staff and different, like, actually, um, there's different Rockstar, like, kind of um, sub-companies, I guess, like Rockstar North, Rockstar San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego, whatever. So I went to each one and told, what, like, a ton of different stories. I read all of it. And uh, so I guess I want to know what your guys' thoughts are about that because as I was reading this, I have a different perspective um, on this because... Like, I create. Like, I'm a creator myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I do this kind of stuff. But also, I've been in, like, full-time, like, you know, grind for, work for a company. And, you know, work for, work for that kind of stuff. So, one part of me is, like, hey, that sucks that, like, 
it is basically required. What, what was what was coming out was a lot of people. Some people had good stories, but there was a large majority of people saying, you know, I worked. <laughs> it was expected to kind of look busy. Some people were even coming in on like weekends, even though they didn't have much work, because oh yeah, uh, one of the founders or whatever is supposed to be there. Yeah, they just kind of had a culture that was. Yeah, they had a culture that was like you, you work, you work, you work, and that sucks. Uh, but what I'm conflicting about. And it's funny because now that the reviews are coming out and people are like, wow, this game's amazing, is I think when, like, this level, like, the detail and the amount of things that, go, that goes into this video game, which is also, to me, art, mm-hmm. and, like, like for, as a creative person, that's, like, I look at this and, like, wow, this is, like, wow, this will, like, stand the test of time. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. will be something that will be remembered. These people all had a hand on it. Wow, Amazing. And it sucks that, like, families kind of suffer that and, like, health kind of suffers because of that. But as a creative person, I'm looking and going, like, stuff I've even, like, worked on and stuff is, like, I've suffered for it. Yes. And I've suffered, like, um, relationship-wise or, like, time-wise stuff I wanted to do or, like, health-wise. It's, like, affected me to get stuff done. Whatever uh, I've created. And I look and go, you're working at one of the most prestigious, like, the best in the world mm-hmm. rock star like that's like top of, and even after playing this I was like man these guys are at the top of the top you know what I mean yeah. like man not a lot of people like Bethesda all these people are like tying like Naughty mm-hmm. Dog or whatever these are like prestigious 10 out of 10 like companies mm-hmm. and I look at this and go man you're part of something great I, you're suffering I if this was you gotta work late. We're, we're we're a toilet paper manufacturer or whatever. That yeah. sucks. But you're making like art and like yeah. the amount of hours to do this and like creative and you're not making crap. Stuff. Yes, it is. So many teams and minds having to come together to sync to make this thing. Uh, maybe get a different job. I hate saying that though. I get why people you hate that and stuff. But like, I, you're gonna hard. ask us. You don't have to hate saying that because it's yeah. the truth. So. Because I get what let, people, let me, people, let me, what let people me say. Yeah. Let me elaborate. Okay, so in the film industry, people move across the country yeah. and they work 18-hour days to yeah. make Hollywood movies because they're the top of the top of the top of the top yeah. of the top. Mm-hmm. And they have this finite amount of time to have these actors yeah. and this director and these producers and this cinematographer all in one space to film this effing movie yeah. in two and a half months. Yeah. Okay? Like, they sacrifice. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Um like you said, they're not working for the toilet paper company. Yeah. Um, and there's a reason why my job, I don't have to be there 80 hours a yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend who uh, I work with, um, and he's a really good guy, and he is from game development. And I talked to him. We were in a train today, and I, I figured we'd talk about this on the podcast, so I wanted his perspective. Um, because he worked on a, a game that shipped on Steam. Uh, mm-hmm. He worked with the guys that make H ones or uh, make Daisy, uh, Bohemian okay. Interactive. He has friends that still work there. Um, and just in talking to him, I was just curious. I want to know his perspective on crunch, his perspective on. I hear about unionization of game developers and yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know from him. He's a business focused guy at my work. And he's a former game developer. Yeah. Um, and it was just interesting getting his perspective because he said very much one what you said, which is, yeah, those big massive things don't get made without crunch. It's not possible. They yeah. wouldn't exist if you didn't have yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But he also shared that when you have that kind of a job, you do have a period. He said, I believe that they probably some of them worked hundred hour weeks. He said at the same time. That is to get through the ship and maybe just some extra patches right on the front yeah. end. Once the thing ships, game development waxes and wanes. 
So yeah. once you have a product shipped, you you can scale back. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you actually don't work there at the company anymore because your contract's up because the game's out, yeah. and you have a, a leave package yeah. or it's not a leave package, but you know, severance you get a severance and you're paid for you know six months to nine months yeah. or whatever, and you actually are in between jobs. Yeah. He's like, and at that point, you don't have a job at all, and you're looking for a job, but you spend time with your family. But at the, he said, at the end of the day, his friends that work in that industry that's what they love yeah. and they sacrifice because they're making these things that they love. Yeah. And, um, in that way, I asked them the unionization question mm-hmm. because unions are interesting. And, uh, I, I think that there's, there's positive negatives with all those sorts of things. What he shared with me is, is the way the game development like the way it's all built is you staff up when you make the game and then you staff down those mm-hmm. contracts go away. Yeah. If there was a union, you would not be able to staff down. And he said, the industry would not be able It'd to continue. Crash, yeah. It's not that it would get better for the devs and everything else would be the same on our end. There wouldn't be games like yeah. <laughs> these kind of. And so I guess as long as there are humans who want to sign up and work these jobs, yeah. these games will continue to get made. Yeah. If they ever decide that they don't want to do that, that's fine. I won't complain and say, oh, yeah. they should do that. They should be, you know, this and that. Um, but that is the reality yeah. is there you are people, for there it. are thousands upon thousands upon thousands and thousands of people who yeah. this is their passion. They're willing to put the time in. Yeah. And so it's not for everybody. And yeah. I say that as someone who it's not for me. I yeah. don't do it. You yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, but if you are in a creative, that intersection of creativity and business, yeah. that is a vortex. And if you yeah. choose to go into that field, whether if you're a musician, you better freaking believe if you're a touring musician, you're working freaking hundred hour weeks if you're on tour. Yeah, you're yeah. on tour constantly. You are rehearsing, you're traveling, you're doing things. Yeah, you get to maybe party a little bit here and there, but like that's a lot of freaking yeah. work. But you're doing something. You're really putting yourself out there on a creative yeah. business endeavor. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm done with my rant. But if you want to work a unionized job, if you have that skill set of a software developer, you can take that skill set and go make a hundred or 150 grand somewhere a year and work 40 hours a week. Yeah. Those jobs exist. Go find them. But so I, I know that's harsh, yeah. but it's just the truth. Yeah. It is the absolute truth. It's it, it. When you're making art and like these people that worked on it, put their heart and soul into it. Cause they knew what they were going to be making in the end. They, yeah. they could see the vision for it. And they're like, Oh frick. Yeah. yeah. Like the stuff I worked on, yeah. like I will sink the time into it because I have like a vision for what it's going to be. Yeah. I'm ready to suffer for it. Now, if it's like I'm in my last job and they're like, "Hey, we gotta <laughs> make these cups," yeah. and you have to not see your family for eight days. Sorry, that's not art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the cup is gonna end up being a cup. You figure it out. The only but, thing that disturbs me is is that not, yeah, of, not defending everything. Some of the rock star culture stuff seems super problematic. In that, sure, yeah. Oh, we don't have overtime, but we do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I it think it needs to be, clear it needs to be on yeah. the level. One, when your salary, you don't have overtime. No, your you salary. Yeah. So, but like, if you want to have a weekend policy when you're coming up on crunch, just have it. Yeah. Just have, hey, we work seven days a week. And maybe they do. It seems Instead like, of being it like, seems like not everybody is on the same page there. Yeah. In some capacity. And that sucks. And it's thousands of people. It's hard to get all them in different yeah. managers and different teams. So I get that. But they maybe need to do a little bit of a, let's very be. Clear. Yeah, very like, clear. Here's what, when it gets into crunch mode or whatever, whenever that yeah. happens, we're going to ask you to work like a weekend. Yeah. Instead of being. Just all this, if, all this like, if I'm applying for a job stuff, for the people that make GTA Five and they're making Red Dead Redemption Two, I know what I'm getting into. Uh, you have, 
You're ignorant yeah. if you don't think that you're going to be. Yeah, that so. is an unspoken like rule. But I also, and knowing that, like, yeah, common sense, yeah. But I still hate that. Yeah, it's unspoken sure. rule stuff. Just be clear. Be I, I think you got to be clear. Don't beat around the bush. It is what Just it is. Be upfront when you hire them. It's like this is gonna be tough. They made the game. Yeah, that's how every interview should go. Is like you're gonna make the best product, like the yeah. best, like um, creative, interactive entertainment yeah. in the world. But you're gonna suffer. Like it's there's gonna be a crunch mode. And, here and if you love making hard. games, but you don't want to do that, like you do have the option of doing indie development. Yeah. Maybe working another job. So that just yeah. like just like someone who's a musician, maybe, and they cannot make it work and do the whole band thing, but like they still want to do some music stuff on the yeah. side. You can have your choice. You, yeah, know what you I can mean? definitely do that, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't make yeah. a Red Dead Redemption. You can't make the last one. Yeah. Like on just scale wise, those games if you are want like to make that the hardest tier of, of art. I think like it's the movies, hardest art music, to make. It is. It is. It is it's every discipline hard. combined. Yes, and a whole nother aspect of interactivity. Yeah, and, and like and programming and, and bug testing all stuff. Oh my gosh, it's a it's a nightmare. But man, playing Red Dead, I was just like, this is art. Like this is like genuine. Like yeah. goosebumps playing this game, but that out of the way. Uh, yeah, what about the freaking channel itself? Uh, if you joined us, or maybe you didn't, we have a series called Hangouts, which we went over in October. It was the month of Halloween. It was spooky. It was scary. So check crazy. those out. We did, uh, uh, or actually, we didn't even talk about it. Halo multiplayer. That was fun. We'll do more of those in the future. Kind of multiplayer stuff. That's coming soon. Um, we did Dead Space 2, Resident Evil 4, Silent Hill, and finally PT. We left Frick the that. scariest yeah, one. But uh, check those out. Um, those were a very scary time. Uh, luckily, PT, I was I braved out for that one. I did. It was um, a joke, dude. That was. I, I did have to help Jacob and Kenny. Yep. He, let us to the promised land. Yeah, definitely. Watch the video, here. you'll see it too. The, the pillow played a huge part in it. Um, <laughs> I don't know about all that. Um, yeah, uh, out of the spooky zone, Spider-Man was another yeah. game that we... Uh, Y'all, I mean, I was on a mission last month, so I couldn't really talk about my Spider-Man experience. Yeah, I didn't play it last time we did the podcast, so <laughs> why don't we uh, talk some Spider-Man? Because you were the only one that had played it last time. Spider-Man, I beat. I 100%ed it. I got all the trophies in it as well. Um... Uh, I don't usually do that, but this game, uh, one thing that I will just keep going back to on this game is the swinging and stuff was not, like, just, they nailed it so well done that the side quests, I wouldn't even say were amazing, honestly, but because of the swinging around the city, I I wanted to, like, get there with the swinging, and I actually ended up doing it. It's kind of a -a collect-a-thon. I'm, like, two-thirds through the story. I'm at, like, where the city is kind of... This isn't really spoilers, but the city's kind of chaos. That's, yeah. that's where I'm at. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm in the last third of the game, I'm pretty sure. You are. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was going to say, the side quests are just, grab this pigeon, yeah. do these environmental <laughs> hazards, and, and I, and I do did these backwards, yeah. but they're all little charming, quick yeah. things. Yeah. So, and I really have enjoyed the story. I mean... Yeah, the story was a fun little... Yeah, it's fun, it's well-acted, it's decently well-written, the yeah. scenarios are not superly repetitive, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they mix it up a good amount. I like those mini-games, like those little, you, you feel like 
I feel like with this, you get really more Peter Parker than I would have thought than yeah. in other Spider-Man games. Normally, yeah. Spider-Man, you're Spider-Man, and then maybe Peter Parker in a cutscene. Yeah. In this game, like, you really got to be Peter Parker. I feel like a scientist. I mean, yeah. my understanding, I'm more of a history English guy. My understanding of science is lining up these lines and, like, <laughs> doing this little <laughs> That is what scientists, if you're a scientist, fun but, the but while I'm doing yeah, these yeah. very basic things that are challenging for me, maybe not for someone smart, he's muttering, like, oh, the, uh, the spirograph is looking this way, and, I, I kind of like that because like, I'm figuring things out and Peter's kind of narrating and what he thinks the yeah. science part of it is and uh, I really dig all that stuff it was a great really game I, for me it was the first game ever that I 100%ed yeah. ever really so it holds, holds a special heart, place wow. in my heart it was by far one of the better games I've played this year oh definitely for me too yeah. and it, like Travis said it wasn't even like the story like they kind of got it over mm-hmm. for me it was just the gameplay yeah. It was the um, the fluidness of the gameplay. I love the combat. And the combat I could do whatever the frick I want. I mean, I was still playing the game towards the end when I was kind of like catching all the pigeons. Yeah. I kind of felt like I was still kind of grinding it towards the end, but I was still learning ways to fight people. Do you yeah. guys feel, yeah, I was going to ask, did you feel kind of almost overwhelmed at how many different like suits and powers and mods and web. it's so like, cool I use the web shooter that latches people onto walls and that's the only one I use yeah. and when that runs out I use the regular one and I have like 18 other things and there's suit mods and you can go really deep yeah but I like I, I use the same I use the Stark suit with like the black streaks yeah. I think it looks cool but there's a lot there and I didn't know if you, how deep you guys got into the combat I've added so many moves that I don't even I was use. still like learning how yeah. to do like stuff Towards the end of stuff, they were. I mean, they even they have a thing on the. I actually, I usually don't use this in games, but I was going on the help yeah. thing and showing like a moves list. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I can do that. That's and how you it do keeps that. Growing and my uh, favorite thing to do: <laughs> web swing, kick them up. I found yeah. this towards the end. Kick them up, concussion, concussion blast, shoot my wet zip at them, and as he's falling, gets zipped down on the ground. Oh wow! I didn't it was this. so I mean, awesome. I will say, when I'm on the rooftops and it's like clear these guys out, I try to kick as many of them <laughs> yeah, off because yeah. they're auto auto latch or they're auto gone. Like yeah. they don't come back up. I don't um, know. There's so many like, kills, the yeah. impact web. I'm sitting there. I'm playing the stealth mode. And I'm like, I want to impact web them, but if I know I do, it make noise. Dude, it makes you think through the whole like. Yeah. It's kind of cool because like you play. It reminded me of Arkham Knight, yeah. like, the sneaking part of you, like pulling people yeah. up. And stuff. That was Arkham. You guys like the parts where you play as Mary Jane? And, I was like, going to speak about that. Uh, that's all a lot of people complain about. Towards that. the end, I was done. I was. <laughs> I liked it for the first two, and I was done yeah. because that game is so fat. It's like in Sonic. When you get stopped in Sonic and you have to do those oh, little yeah. platforming things, like I hate this. Let me run. Really it reminds fast. me of uh, The Last of Us. Because I feel like you're pushing stuff off and you're kind of sneaking around. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I don't like that it's insta-fail. Uh, insta-fail stealth stuff Dude. typically bothers me. I was cracking myself up because, right. like, they, he, he was all right. Uh, Miles was in, like, the most dangerous place with the most dangerous people. Oh, yeah. And I would just try. I, I was speedrunning this stuff because <laughs> I was sick of it by the end. And it was like, this guy would see it. It's like, go, no. And it's like, he got lit up with this yeah, guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, uh. It got pretty boring. It got pretty boring, yeah, by the end. I was just kind of... That only ruins it. It makes it like a point... Like, it makes such a little difference. The stealth stuff specifically? It was pretty dull. When I had played Mary Jane the first time, I was sitting there, I was like... It's kind of sad. It's like it's like you go from it's. A, I don't know. I, I enjoy her character in this game. I kind of I like. Fine. Here's something they did that I, like I think the character is smart. didn't like play. Yeah, here's something I think they did that was smart. Mm. I guess that's fine. 
they made all of what we typically think of as like Spider-Man yeah. in the past. Yeah. So, like, he had already captured all these guys, and he had newspaper stuff everywhere, and he had stories to talk about. Yeah. He had bags hanging everywhere where he could grab and re- reminisce about things yeah, that we remember. I like those bags. And him and Mary Jane were already, they were already broken up. Yeah. And I like that because it's like, I don't know, it's kind of the opposite. You said one time, one, something that makes a good prequel is when you see, like, things the way they were before, but you're like, how in the world are we going to get to what it's going to be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes a good way to do, like, a... Like a Thing about something that's well, this, so well done. This property, if, yeah. if we were going to see like Uncle Ben die, yeah, and no, same, we don't need it. And then, and then all this stuff, all the same way. I really like that they were like, no, like we're going to have all yeah. of that so stuff smart, that yeah. you don't want in the Spider-Man game because you've seen it many times. We're going to make that all the past. Mary Jane and Peter Parker are broken up, and yeah. you're not going to really know why until towards the end, and they'll kind of be like, oh, they were broken up because she wanted to do this or that or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just like that because it's characters we know, it's familiar situations. But it's a little bit of a different spin of I've never been on a Spider-Man thing where I'm like, how did they break up? What happened? There's so like, many Spider-Man just, uh, properties and comics, and it all gets mixed in up. The, in the current time of the culture, we didn't need another freaking origin. Yeah. Gosh darn it! Like, yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was. A they went a good direction. Yeah, I was like, really happy with what they've done in that that game, and I, I'm walking away with it. Like, I I'm gonna let all the DLC come out first before I jump back into it mm-hmm. because I'm like kind of done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I the DL stands that I've all wait for, yeah, for a while. Like, I'm not ready to get back into. I it. got Red Dead going in my back of my mind. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah. great. I, if you guys have not played that yet, what are you so doing? So something that helped me. So go for Spider Man and then to Red Dead, uh, and then I'm also playing Dragon Quest. I'll talk about that in a second, a little bit more. Uh, I needed to get away from these open world games. As much as I'm like loving this like current gen You're game and stuff. I gotta stop playing. Maybe, maybe. So I rolled around as a little ball and Marvel It Up. <laughs> Marvel It Up is made by the people who made Marvel Blast Ultra. Well, it was on the 360 uh-huh. uh, arcade. Love that back in the day. You're literally a ball. You're a Marvel. And it's all physics based. Like, you're trying to get from point A to point B and, like, uh, as fast as you can, too. Yeah. Like, there, there's, like, time kind of things you can do as well. Freaking, I, I got everything 100% platinum, everything. Love, love, love Marvel It Up. 20 bucks worth checking out. It's, nice. it's physics based, it's freaking fun, and they're adding, and this is the best part of Marvel Lost Ultra, they're adding um, where you can see your friend scores. And that was fun because you're like, oh, I'm going to beat him, and you beat him, and show up like, he's beating me in this level. I guess I got to spend an hour and try yeah. to beat your friend and stuff. Like, that was just so fun back in the day. So, Marvel Up, had fun with that. Dragon Quest 11. I played, and that, uh, I'm loving that even more. Oh, like, I was wondering after playing these other <laughs> You're getting worried over there. I am loving it more and more. The characters are funny that you meet in these towns, these scenarios you're put into. They're charming. Oh, Dragon Quest guy. Uh, I'm having a freaking oh, I gotta blast. tell you, man. Watch it. That was a fun hangout. I had fun. Yeah. I was thinking about buying that game. After that hangout, I think I realized, man, I don't it's think I... It's not for you, yeah. No, because... It is, and I understand for you, it's like it's like a warm blanket. It's like you just love mm-hmm. it. But I love, <laughs> let me know if it changes. But it was literally like a PS2 RPG. Like, it is very like through it, like, and I was just looking at the combat system. Like, is there anything different other than just attack? I it is attack. It spells. It's like that class. It is a classic RPG through and through and through. Uh, All right. But I'm meeting different peoples in towns. I'm having a blast. I I'm love doing, it. Go for hey, it. Yeah, have fun. It is definitely. 
it is not innovating on that front. There's nothing that you haven't played before. But I do like this better than Dragon Quest Eight, which I did not think I was going to say because wow. I really sunk so much time into that. But between the voice acting, really does add to it. Like the voice acting with all these characters, is it was funny. charming. It was it's very so funny. If I had twenty, like, maybe me and Travis would jump in. <laughs> if they had twenty. Where are they at? They're at 11. So. That's the newest one? Yeah. Oh, God. That's that but it's like, it. you don't have to play the other ones. Well, don't worry. They only release every six in, yeah. in America. But, uh, yeah, Dragon Quest 11, thumbs up for me. I was kind of worried if it was worth taking time into, but I'm going to blast. I'm jumping between, like, that and, like, Red Dead and stuff, but fun. And then lastly, I played Deltarune. Deltarune is, was kind of a surprise. It kind of went up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But Toby Fox... On Halloween, it was a it was a trick. I know it was a treat or a trick, depending on who you are. But it is from Toby Fox, uh, the creator of Undertale, which I believe both of, or all yeah. of us played mm-hmm. Undertale. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of just put it up on or put on the uh, put a link and like I didn't know what it was at first. You just download it, um, and I I downloaded it, installed it, and I went. I'm going to not look at the internet and I'm just going to play this thing. Like, because oh, nice. I know people are going to just share all yeah. the stuff. It's like, I just want to, I'm hoping this is just a one to three hour experience. It was. And I was like, I'm just going to only do this for this today. So like I sat here <laughs> and beat it in one sitting. Nice. And it's all like, it took me like two hours, two and a half hours or something. And, um, it is basically a, uh, turn this off. If you don't want, this is under, or not under tell Delta rune spoilers, but it basically ends up being like kind of a prequel kind of thing to Undertale. Gotcha. Nice. Um, and the way they started up, it you see kind of familiar characters. You're like, what is this here? What is this? Or like, mm-hmm. where are we at in the timeline? You're trying to figure that out. So definitely play it after you play Undertale because yeah. it makes things It'll a lot more fun. But man, there is like um, the the humor still there. And in this two and a half hour experience, I had the same feelings it evoked in me as Undertale did. Yeah. And it was like, how did they do that in freaking two and a half hours? Like, they made a complete like experience. And this is like Ground Zeroes because he said he's working on Delta Rune. This is Chapter One. So this is Ground Zeroes to what Metal Gear Solid okay, was. Okay, so it's just kind of a yes, it's a slice of the game. It's like a teaser. And man, it is definitely worth checking out. It's free, and yeah, so, yeah. why not? Uh, if you liked Undertale, this is a no-brainer. Um, the music is freaking rad. Well, that's no surprise. Uh, oh my yeah. gosh, it's great. There's like stuff I was like um, uh, just playing, like right when it ended, somebody had already uploaded some of the the soundtrack, yeah. and I was listening to it again. Uh, there is really really funny parts, just like in Undertale. There's this funny humor. There's um, there is specifically a very, very funny part, and I'll actually put it up um, in the podcast when we edit this later. There was a part when these characters are kind of like the enemies, and they're like, here, why don't you just design this death machine for us? Like, they're really dumb, like, villains yeah. or whatever, and they want you to, like, no. you know that they're going to use you against, use it against yeah. you. <laughs> and they let you select, like, the head, the body of this, of this like, tank monster thing. And uh, it t- the title of it was "Build Build the Machine to Trash Your Own Ass." <laughs> Trash your own ass, and I was dying. I was like, okay, it was like build. The- so, and if you don't want to get into it, that's okay. And if you think it's better that I just play it and not yeah. know, it's fine. Gameplay wise, it's a, I saw a screenshot a little, of the a battle change. system. Yeah, it's nice. a little different. But I didn't see a video, but somebody not, just I'm posted just, an unsolicited screenshot. I want to wait. I want to okay. play it. But okay. I, it's nice to know it's different. Yeah. I was curious. I was like, 
you know, once you go down that route, it's kind of hard to kind of open it back up. Um, they don't change too much from like that. You don't have to fight. Yeah. That stuff still. That's like the core of Undertale. But maybe the. But I almost, from what I saw, and I won't get into specifics, but you know how South Park stick of truth and the South Park fracture butthole. Yeah. First thing I asked you was like, oh, the battle system looks a little different. Mm-hmm. And it was. Like, it's still turn-based, but it was, like, more rich. changed. And I won't even get into specifics. When I saw this screenshot, it reminded me of that. Where I was like, oh, battle system's a little different. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe not, you know, very completely, tweaked. it's not an RTS slightly or anything. Tweaked. But I really, I was, like, kind of surprised, because, again, this, this, I love experiences like this, because I, that's why I said I didn't look at my browser, I just yeah. full-screened it, and I was like, I'm going to go in this blind, and I went, ooh, uh, I didn't read an article before. I was like, "That's different." Like they actually changed that, so that was nice. a cool experience. So, Delarune, definitely check it out if you're Undertale fans. Uh, that's it for me. What about you guys? I beat Bloodborne, the game and the DLC. So it's a kind of a pity clap. Uh, that thing. took me a long time. Yeah, that took me. Uh, well, I mean, I took uh, like six months off in the middle. I pee on that game and throw it in the garbage. Um. So I, I started Bloodborne, I don't know how long ago, and then I fell off that game. I got into, like, Witcher and Skyrim, yeah. and then this summer I played all sorts of other things. So what's but, the final verdict so, on this game? And I think I talked about this last time. Um, let, I'll, I'll talk about the DLC first, and then I'll bring it back, because then I played the end of the game. Um, so the DLC is good. People love it. Yeah. People love this DLC. I liked one of the areas. I really liked another one of the areas. It reminded me of Demon Souls mm-hmm. a little bit. And then the last area, I hated. <laughs> I hated the last area. I thought it was. I'll, I, I won't get too much into specifics, but it was like this, like it was like this like, kind of like wet, swampy kind of area, which are always my least. Yeah, favorite. any swampy. And they the ended the DLC on. with that. And but anyway, so the areas were good to okay. But then the bosses, the bosses in this freaking DLC were one awesome. One of them, like the first one that you fight is so cool. Like it is the coolest, one of the coolest bosses, one of the coolest mid boss, like transformations. The music is amazing. Maybe the best music in any of the Dark Souls bosses so far or Souls bosses. But um, they were hard, dude. So I hear the lat every boss. I beat the first one on my first try, and then every other boss took me a lot. There's a boss. I'll just say their name: Orphan of Cost. It's the last boss on the DLC. Oh my freaking gosh! It screams like a banshee at you. It just swings this giant thing, and it's like attached. To- you care if I talk about this? You're gonna play it. Yeah, I'll play it. He has this giant like shrimp thing that he swings. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he has a chain on it, so he'll swing it, but then he'll let the chain loose, and, like, it just goes... Yeah. You cannot hardly predict how close or far this thing can go to you, and every time you think you're out of range, it does it, and his second phase is just unbelievable in the amount of moves he has, but after many, many days and many, many attempts, I think it probably took me 40 tries... Finally beat him. So I beat all the Bloodborne, soloed the whole game. I, I've i never summoned on a first run of any of these games um, just because I like beating it on my own. So I beat it, and I was really, really happy when I beat it. Um, then I doubled back, and, and I went ahead and finished the game and did the last fight against mm. uh, you know the last boss, which was neat. And uh, overall, 
I really like Bloodborne a lot. I really, really, really enjoy it. Um, but and, and it gets the closest to capturing some of the atmosphere that I really like in Demon Souls because mm-hmm. um, it's just kind of darker atmosphere yeah. and stuff. But I still stand by it. it, it I feel like a lot of people love this game in a way that I just don't quite connect to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People mm-hmm. act like every single area is gold, and I just don't feel mm-hmm. that way. I feel like of all the games I've played so far, I have the hardest time remembering bosses from Bloodborne. Really? Like, really hard time. Like, yeah. people talk about, like, the Daughter of Chaos. I'm like, which which one was that? Which big, weird thing was that? <laughs> like, they just all kind of ran together. For It's a good game, really good game. Um, I think it's a great entry point to the series. I will say, and I'll get into this in a second, that game has completely changed the way that I play these games now because... I used to use shields a lot, and yeah. it, towards the end of Dark Souls 2, I was doing more two-handing, but I, and I guess I'll go ahead and get into this, when I beat Bloodborne, so that's Final Verdict, I really like Bloodborne, I don't know, I'll have to finish all the games to really know my ranking, um, and for reasons I'm about to get into, I kind of want to replay them all, yeah. um, but that being said, I had a lot of time this month also with my Switch, because yeah. I wasn't at my house a lot, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I ended up on a whim, kind of. It was a week ago. It was last Wednesday, so like eight, nine days ago. I bought Dark Souls Remastered on the Switch. Yeah. And I did not plan on doing that. Uh, but I had just beat Bloodborne, and I was like... You're in the Dark Souls uh, mood. Yeah, I'm kind of in the Dark Souls mood. I'm kind of stuck where I was at right now. I was like, so I'm, I'm going to play this game while I'm mm-hmm. here. Uh, and I beat that game in five days. I beat that game in 19 hours, which the first time I played Dark Souls took me 75 hours to beat that game. And I wasn't even running through it really fast. Like, I was still doing a little bit of, like, farming. You were just a little bit more brave. Yeah, I'm just a lot better. You're kind of of stepping through very slowly. And you're, like, grinding and stuff. And you're dying to things over and over again. I beat every boss except for two in three tries, at least. Uh, Orantina's mode took me four or five. But then, so I beat the game in, like, five days. And then I turned around the next day, and in an hour and a half, I started my new game plus and got back through Orantina's mode in an hour and 45 minutes. I don't know what happened because Dark Souls was never my favorite in the series, but uh, man, I love that game. That game is great. It's so much fun. um, (laughs) If you want to get on Twitter, I was posting some clips and I just really, I I was not sure if I'd like it being on the Switch. Uh, That game is perfect for the Switch. That that game is one, it's fun to replay and I never planned on replaying them. Going through these games the first time, I was like, I'll never replay these. They're amazing, but I'll never even try. But the games aren't as long as you think they are once, once you know what's going on. Because, yeah, when, the way you were making it sound, I was like, wow, I think I would go two-hand naked as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, uh, I'm not yeah. as scared and, like, worried about everything. I know what's next. Yeah. Whereas when you're first going through there, you're kind of nervous. And yeah. You don't really want to, like... Yeah, I, like, did, I did not use a shield one time. Yeah. I actually, I used it one time just to parry a guy, but I never held L1 and held my shield up an entire playthrough. And it wasn't like it was a struggle. It was an afterthought. I didn't wear armor the entire playthrough because I roll faster without the armor. And it's the best way to get to like bloodborne speed. And even with no armor, they hit me and half my health is gone. What did you do for the last boss? If you're not wearing... When? Yeah. Did you parry? No, I just rolled around. I rolled through all the swings and just hit them. I have okay. a recording. I'll show you. Okay. Uh, I recorded me fighting every single boss just to go back and remember how I did it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and even Ornstein and Smo, I'll say this, 
Because when I first started fighting them, I was like, holy crap, this is hard. Because yeah. it took me three or four tries, it's, and they were killing me. It's the hardest fast. thing I had. But I, then I tapped in, and I remembered the best way to fight those guys, pro tips. Pro tips. Is get away from the walls. Don't go near the walls. Yeah. And don't try to keep your distance. Because if you stay far away, Smo will do that big running thing, yeah. and it'll, like, swing like that. You want to stay close to them so the smoke keeps jumping up and down and trying to smash you. Yeah. You want to stay close with your eye on smoke but locked onto Ornstein. And when he jumps up, roll away and then hit Ornstein. Yeah. And if you do that, I've beaten him now a couple times relatively easily on yeah, two or three close. tries. But anyway, anyway, Dark Souls, I really am re-solidified in, in a way that I wasn't before in thinking <clears throat> that game is phenomenal. Um, I'm not ready to call it my favorite in the series because I still love Dark Souls 2 uh, for a lot of reasons and Demon Souls, obviously. But playing that made me realize it's almost worth going through this series again before yeah. I try to really give a ranking. But those two... And we gotta get to Dark Souls 3. Yeah, we gotta get to Dark Souls 3. Very I, soon. And that's the thing. I really didn't plan on playing Dark Souls, so it's weird to me that I bought it and beat it that fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so those are two games that I played. Jacob, uh, did you ever finish Dark Souls? <laughs> I'm sorry, I phased out when you <laughs> You got in trouble? You, no, here's what I don't understand. You, you got through the gargoyles. Yeah, but I don't know where to go. If you read your items, man, you gotta read your See, items. See, that's stupid. Just tell him where to go. Okay. <laughs> See, that's when I think developers just got lazy. God. He's like, why am I programming a tutorial? Um, but anyway, I'll get through. Tell them where to go. I played a couple other things. Um, Hollow Knight. Arrow. I've been playing Hollow Knight on my Switch as well, which I took a break from it. Yeah. Dark Souls real fast. Um, Hollow Knight's good. Yeah. It's really good. I saw a discussion online, though, and I wanted to know maybe your perspective on okay. this. Um, and you too, maybe, James. It's, it. it's not directly about Hollow Knight, necessarily, but <clears throat> people were kind of talking about Hollow Knight. Is it good to play this game as your first Metroidvania? No. Background, this is my first Metroidvania. <laughs> I and didn't play every that. single person <clears throat> on this discussion I was looking at said, no, 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 like for pages. <clears throat> and the reason they said it is because it like tries to like evolve the formula yeah. in ways you won't appreciate. And I will say, I like Hollow Knight, but I'm not getting why everybody thinks it's the greatest thing ever made. I think it's really good. I'd give it a like a like a really good like yeah. I don't know like de- not that you can play like it's definitely a rad like yeah. it's a good game. But uh, people consider all time classic tier, and I don't really get that. So I don't know. I never played Symphony of the Night or any of these yeah. other things. But perhaps if you played that, you would appreciate the changes and maybe they were trying to. Tweak. Yeah, to me, it feels like a 2D Dark Souls. Yeah. That's what the game feels like. When you die, you drop your geos, you gotta go get them. Yeah. The world's cool. It's a solid game. I'm fifteen hours in. You just um, Dark Souls, I don't care for it. Now. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into it now that Dark Souls is done and try to get through it, but I like it. Um Okay, we played a game together. What? Wow, Dark Souls? I don't play that game. Dead by Daylight. Oh, that's actually a fun game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just Why don't you give me a break? Set a couple other games, but I wanna hear I wanna talk about Dead by Daylight. Um so for some reason we have this love hate relationship with this game. <laughs> Because whenever give us like six months, we just you guys crap on this game. I've, I've played it with them before, but you guys you crap on this game. game so much. But then we you're like, I love it. Hey, yeah. man, you it's so it. funny because you're sitting there and you're like, "Where's Jacob?" And you just hear a chainsaw start running. <laughs> Here's the thing with Dead by Daylight. It is there's so much potential. But it's such bullcrap. <laughs> yeah. It is literally like the dumbest freaking game. There's a killer, and then there's four survivors. It really is. I don't know And why. all you do is you walk around the survivors, and you crouch, and you walk, 
that's it. You can't hide behind walls necessarily. You can just kind of stand behind the wall. You can get into lockers like Metal Gear Solid style, but you just crouch and walk and around. And avoid a killer. And, and avoid a killer. And then the only way to really win is to activate these generators, which the way you activate them is you go up to them, you hold down your mouse clicker, and you wait. And every 10 to 30 seconds while you wait for this bar to fill up, there will be a skill check, which is a little thing that goes around a circle, and you got to press the space bar right on the perfect time. Press it on the perfect time. I think that's why I don't yeah. really like this game, because I don't like, it's not like certain quick time events like that. It's just quick like, time events. And I, I so don't like that. If you, hit like it, it all, if you hit it on time, <clears throat> you, it's, everything stays fine, the generator keeps... You but keep, I mess it up every time. But if you miss, the generator goes, <laughs> boom, and like smoke goes and up, the killer and the killer sees, sees it. it. And there's generators all over the place. So... It's tense, yeah. and the killer will hit you, and it'll put you on a hook, and the other survivors are going to come let you off the hook. The problem with the game is it is so in the favor of the killer. There's it different. Really it's like a hero game, so there's different killers, and they have so many abilities. Like, they can mark you so they can see you no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. Anytime a, you you walk, every time you take a step, a, a bird screams out, and every well, time you fart, something happens. <laughs> and, and if you run, there'll be scratches on the grass that the killer can see. It is literally impossible. The best way to play it at a high level is when you're caught is to turn your screen towards the killer and like try to juke them out and like this weird like thing and I'm like what are we even doing anymore yeah. it's so all that being said it's a lot of fun it's a great Halloween game but I just scream obscenities and curse when we play it we have a thing going if you curse you have to quit yeah yeah it's <laughs> like every five minutes so I uh, yeah I don't know but for I, you see I, I feel I feel different but because we win, man. Well, oh my god! Like, that, that all that being said, like the, dark the one in ten times, and it's literally that that you actually get what away. Can. You activate all the generators and you get out the door. Didn't you do that against somebody? You found the hatch. I, I did. You can also find a hatch and jump. Hey, Jason, this is the best game ever. Yeah, <laughs> when you escape, you're like f everybody. I escape. This is the best game ever. But it's it's a, it's, it's definitely a love hate because. I, I, lo- I love being a killer. I love being a survivor. Yeah. It's, it's fun to play with my friends. When you go online, frick online. I just feel like if they did some better balancing and they came up with maybe some additional scenarios. I think there is potential. one thing, though, I can argue, and people argue this online if you go online. They say the game's in favor of the survivors heavily. And the reason they said it is because it's like it's four on one. They're like... That doesn't mean anything. But see, I'm telling you, there's perks that survivors can do that can show the killer's aura. There's perks that shows you the other survivors' auras. There's ways that you can balance your characters to where you can play off of each other. Okay, I will say this. It requires a different way of thinking. Mm -hmm. If you think of it in terms of a survivor getting away, it is in your favor. Yes. But if you think of it in terms of you getting away, it is not in your favor. You have a 1 in 8 chance of getting away. 1 in 10 chance. Everything has to go right for somebody to get away safe. It is true. So, in I, that way, it's not, in, all, it's not in your personal favor, but in your team's favor. Things have to go really bad for nobody to get away. In my entire time of playing, I've only had one time when all four of us have gotten away. It never happens. That never ever. happens. Never. A complete team win never happens. And you have to be... The killer was little, I think, standing still for yeah. half the match. I think yeah. he went AFK, he went there to take the, bat, the dump or something. But <laughs> it just, it just, it's funny because you're like, 
April's on the hook. You need some balancing and then you need some additional like tools that you can use. Well, hopefully you guys will always be there for him. Yeah. Yeah. No matter yeah. what the balancing is. There are ways you can do it. Like if all fours went to a match and we all had toolboxes, we can disarm four hooks. And that means all I have left is three hooks. That means one of us can win either A, by escaping, or two, we end up bleeding out. So why don't we disable hooks more often? Because we don't, we're idiots. We all go in there with med kits thinking we need to heal each other because we know we're going to get hit. <laughs> and you know, think about it. If we spend so much time disabling the hooks, we're not spending time updating the generators. And that's more time he can kill you. Exactly. It's We're fixing dead by daylight. Somehow it's in our favor. People argue that. <laughs> anyway, so that's Dead by Daylight. Well, we'll actually I think Dead by Daylight devs need to take a note out of Red Dead Redemption, Rockstar's book, and do 100 hour weeks and fix this. I have one other game, <clears throat> but I didn't spend a lot of time with it yet, so I'm actually going to save that for next month. Okay. I played it for an hour. Okay. But there's a thing that I want to talk about, and I don't, I don't know if you played this game. I have it. I got invited. Of thing. And it's kind of a news story, so it's kind of a whole thing. Well, yeah, we'll go, yeah, we'll go into so, this. So let's go into this. So streaming, our streaming future is coming. We've talked about this on the podcast. And this month, I don't know, something was in the water. It was a pissing match. It was. It was, we're streaming. Well, we're streaming, too. And <laughs> yeah. so it's like, well, we were already streaming, and now you can download it. Yeah. Like, it was, every company came out. Everybody Google, Microsoft, nuts. Sony, everybody came out and said, we're streaming, too. And so that happened. So yeah. Microsoft announced Project X-Cloud, X-Cloud which sounds like a <laughs> dirty video leak. <laughs> X-Cloud. Delete your history. Yeah, yeah, that does not sound like, I don't know, get a new name. That doesn't sound great. But that's really interesting. Uh, we talked about that first. They're like tapping into their Azure infrastructure. Yeah. Which, uh, Can you speak to some of that? that? Uh, that so they show, that there's a entails? little video that kind of talks about it. It seems like they're just announcing like, hey, we're doing this and that's, it, they're basically teasing next gen, like what they're yeah. going to be doing, which is going. They're wanting like an a streaming service, like a streaming Xbox thing, where you'll stream to your TV, stream to all, all these devices, and then they'll have a standalone like Xbox, like that can play the game, play it as, like you're used to. But they're sounds like they're pretty heavily going to be invested in the streaming thing. Uh, yeah, I guess that Azure thing, I don't know the specifics of it. They kind of talked about it, but it was more... People seemed kind of excited about it. Was, the yeah, it was more like people just kind of sitting around like, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, you get this, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, this is going to... Yeah, you're <laughs> I'm not telling you, you haven't seen it, but I've seen it, and woo! Uh, and then crazy. just like a guy filming somebody kind of playing Halo on their phone, like, yeah, yeah. like from over here, like yeah. it works, trust us. Uh, <laughs> so that came out, but then uh, Google said, well, yes. "We're going to do something better. We're going to give it to you." Yes. So yep. There was a beta for what's it called? So so they came Gosh, out. What's it called? Google, like, well, first off, there has been rumors going back to E3. Yeah. Around E3, there were rumors going around of Google is at E3. Google reps and they are meeting with tons of companies. That was basically what they said. They're meeting with a ton of different companies, developers. They've been hiring a lot of developers and, uh, and like working on projects that nobody really knows what they're doing. But the big Jason Schreier, yeah. and I think he kind of leaked it out uh, over the summer of they're doing streaming. Yeah. We don't know what all it's going to look like, yeah. but well, Google came out and they were they showed what it is, and I don't remember exactly what it's called, uh, but the. It, Basically, their streaming platform is in Chrome. And basically, yeah. what it's going to be is, is it's going to be a tab you open up in Chrome, and 
if you are opt-in to whatever this ends up being, the games that are as part of the service are in Chrome, and you click, and you just start playing. So you've both got a beta. So, yep. so, the, so they released where you could sign up for a beta, and I was like, what the hell? I'll sign up for this and see what happens. I signed up for it, and a week later, they gave me a code. to yeah. like. It wasn't even a code. It was just like, click here. Just click here, <laughs> and you'll be good to go. So... I was That's pretty excited. Yeah, I was pretty excited. So, and then I got an email that said, "Hey, thanks for trying out this beta. The only thing we ask is that you use it." They're like, "Use this," and they were like, "You have this copy of Assassin's Creed Odyssey." January. Or yeah, screaming. They're streaming until streaming, G- streaming until <laughs> January 2019. They're like, it's a full copy. They even give you ten dollars. Yep. They give you ten dollars to get any DLC you want, so you can get yep. that upgrade XP. Like you can pay <laughs> with the ten dollars they give you for the That's double good. XP, <laughs> so you don't have to grind, uh, which is a whole other discussion. But nice. I don't really want to get into that. So I was like, okay, I had no intentions of playing this game. I'll check this out. So I open up my tab and. Click on Assassin's Creed and it just goes full screen and it just boots up and I'm in the main menu. I took my Xbox One controller. I'm on my PC, plugged it in with USB. You can also use your wireless mm-hmm. and it just synced up right there in Chrome and with no nothing, no adjustments or nothing, I was in the game yeah. and I pressed start and I was in the I was in the game. Now did it work? How did it work? So, a couple of components. It does not matter at all what your hardware is, but your internet connection matters. Yes. Yeah. I was, I am hardwired. My PC is hardwired into my modem. And then, do you know what our internet is? 200 megabytes down. We have 200 down, and we split between us. I think you were playing things at the time, too. Yeah. But, so we have good internet. Um, and they actually have a minimum. You have to have at least 20 or something like that now yeah. to play in this. So, I, I cannot speak. Well, I can maybe speak to it a little bit. If you're not hardwired in, I don't know. Yeah. But being someone who was hardwired in with the controller, I booted that up and it was, it was fine. Like it was, latency was, not not only was it like, it was okay. It was like not a fine. It was not a problem. Uh, As someone who plays, I've talked about games like, and I liked the game, but Last Guardian, that game had input lag. Mm -hmm, Like running on your PS4, it just has (laughs) input lag. This was like not even, like it was not. It makes that look embarrassing, the fact that this is streaming from wherever, and then this mm-hmm. is... So that that was not a problem at all. I played about 40 minutes of the game. Um, that was not a problem. The, the only thing, really, was when you go... One, the audio. It wasn't awful, but during some of like the effects, I could kind of hear a little bit of... Decompression. Decompression. Or, I could hear it. Yeah. I could just hear a little bit where I was like... I was like, I know how my speakers generally sound when I'm playing a game. Yeah. I know how much money went into this game. I feel like the audio should be a little yeah. bit better. And I never that. compresses the audio, sorry. Yeah, it, it yeah. It but the other thing was, when I was in like like mid-range spaces, just open world game, everything looked great. When I went out by, I ended my playthrough like out by the ocean, and there was just this very far vista... I could just kind of tell looking at the sky and stuff there were some artifacts yeah. you know like when you watch like even when you watch 1080p gameplay yeah, on YouTube saying, yeah. you could still see or when I use my Steam link and I play a game you can just see so there were artifacts there, the, for sure so in that way it was not like it was oh it was like it was on my PC no but it was 60 frames it was the correct resolution Colors looked great. Mm-hmm. No input lag. I was pretty blown away. I was cool. truly. Future's here. If this is the beta and this is where they're at, they're they're really Google. I can't speak for the other ones. Google's on the right track. Um, 
And it made me realize because I shared it. I was I was talking to my sister about it because she doesn't own a console, and I was like, she, I was explaining it to her, and she likes video games a lot. But right now, her main way of interacting is she watches Let's Plays because yeah. she doesn't own a console, and she likes video games, but not quite enough to pay three hundred bucks for a yeah. PS4 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I told her about this, she's like, "Oh, like could I borrow that?" that beta I was like yeah I'll give you my email and like she can get on Chrome and like play this game like and I'm telling you that is gonna be a thing people being able to play these games who don't there are a lot of people who like video games that don't want to own every console and so it really does open up the number of people on a side note, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is butt. I don't know what the heck people are talking about. I'm sure maybe I've heard like it gets better after about twenty hours. Get out of here with that game. One, right? Yeah, get out of here with that game. What was man. the last one called? What was I did not like. You played it. I, Origins. It feels Origins. like yeah, it, it feels like we want to be the Witcher, man. Like down to like the violin music <laughs> coming in I and like the goofy game, characters, honestly. like setting up your quests. Like yeah, they want to be the Witcher, yeah. and it feels so awkward. And now I played as the guy. And I heard a lot of people saying online, do not play as a guy. Because this dude is a bozo. Like, from the very beginning, he is just the most unlikable <laughs> chode I've ever played as in a game. And I've heard a lot of people say the girl's better. So I'm sure I'll mess around with this a little bit more. But I, I was thinking when I got this for free, oh, this is a great opportunity to play through this game that's getting pretty good yeah. reviews for free. That's perfect price for me. A lot of one to show off. But, this, uh, yeah, this. no. They picked a bad game. I did not, like, connect with that. I got the all. link. And I, was, and I was like... <sighs> no, but no. I will say it's interesting because what did who makes Assassin's Creed? Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Who talked about streaming a bunch? Ubisoft. Who is trying to not get bought out by Vivint or whoever that is? Ubisoft. I'm telling you right now, Google's going to buy Ubisoft. Oh. I'm telling you right now, that's going to happen. Because I heard that Ubisoft is partnering a lot with Google Chrome. And you know what? And Google and Google's trying to buy up. You know why he might be right? Because you, on the same podcast, predicted something, Nostradamus. Would you like to talk about it? Because it came true. You're going to have to pull... I don't know. You're going to have to go digging into the archives. I don't know where it's at. About eight months ago, whatever, a year ago, I did a State of the Union of Xbox. And I said, all they need to do, X, Y, Z, A, B, C. One of the things was you need to get back to your roots of RPGs. You need to get back to owning Western RPGs. Back in the Xbox One era, or the original Xbox era, JRPGs were on the PS2, and Western RPGs were on the Xbox. KOTOR, Morrowind, all that stuff. That wasn't on the PS2. And even when the 360 came out, Mass Effect, Bioshock, those were Xbox exclusives. And Microsoft did not look after taking care of their own, and all that crap jumped ship, and they went over to PlayStation. And it's really costing them, because they've lost, that was a core component Mm -hmm. of the Xbox brand, was these good Western RPGs. So I said back then, who is who really needs somebody to buy them? Because we kept hearing in the yeah. news, this developer's been struggling. They're very talented, but they need some kind of oversight and some more support and some big, weighty projects. Obsidian. Obsidian has been struggling for a long time now. And then who needs studios that make quality games? Microsoft. And I said, Microsoft needs to buy Obsidian, and then they need to take a property that they're not using at all. They're outsourcing it to some random little team that's putting out games on Steam, Shadowrun. And this part's not confirmed, but what happened this month? Microsoft went out, and they're buying Obsidian. I freaking called it. They called it. And I'm telling you right now, Obsidian Obsidian is 100% going to be making a Shadowrun game. 100%. 
I, I would put my or, I would put my game reputation on. Jacob Jacob jumps in here. Jacob jumps in. They start they start, they start produ- producing it. They work on it for a year and a half, and they're like, man, yeah, yeah they cancel it. Cancel that's it. another good prediction. And then they jump, they just get rid of the whole program. That's a safe. That's a safe prediction. I don't know, man. I think it's more eighty Jacob, twenty <laughs> Travis. But I'm just telling you right now. One, you're right. I called that Microsoft Cloud Obsidian. And two, I just I still am laughing like at Microsoft's conference. It was literally we bought all these companies. Yeah. Like it's I Look hope it pays off. Yeah. I, mean, I think there's it is in all of our best interest that they put out some great games yeah. next gen. And I think next gen we're, we're in better hands than we were this gen. This gen, but anyway, I had to gloat. Will I had to gloat for oh, months? But uh, yeah, uh, anything else on the game front? Um, we go into maybe some Nintendo. I jumped into a game that was really expensive for no stupid reason. What'd you do? So, you, NCAA doesn't allow their license, the players who use in football, yeah, football games anymore, yeah. or basketball games on that, but they were the best games to play because you had to run your own college. You know, Those were pretty sweet. <clears throat> they were awesome. The last game to come out was NCAA 14, and it's actually a pretty good game. Yeah. And I was like, I want to play that game. Me and my friend were talking about it, I'm like, how much? Like five bucks? Forty-five dollars? Whoa! Fifty dollars? I'm like, no way! Like, must be because it's the last one. It's the last one, and people are still like updating it. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, I gotta get this game. Oh man! So Jacob went money hungry, went crazy, <laughs> and I, I ran to the nearest GameStop. I'm like, do you have this game? He's like, no, we're actually sold out. And I'm like. When do you get these? He's like, You're always running to the GameStop dude, doing silly stuff. Well, I'm dude. like, oh, so Amazon, I'm not buying paying 55 bucks for NCAA 14. It's freaking four years old on PS3. So I ran around. I found a GameStop in the area. They had two copies. So I bought both of them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why'd you buy two? Because I'm going to flip the other one oh, and make profit on oh it. Oh, my gosh. Now, joke of me, I only played... I only played this. you would buy two of the games. Bro, it's time to make money. And the market's up. Oh, here's the kicker. Buy it when it's high. Yep, here, here's, here's the kicker. <laughs> that doesn't make any here's sense. Here's the kicker. I'm, 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 I'm selling to my friend Zach. It's all good. Not this Zach, I'm not Zach. But, okay. here's the kicker. He's like the Robin Hood. Went out, found this game. I, I, no one's posted about, but that what apparently is this for? PS3. Apparently everything's still up and running. I get into it. Runs like butt. Super slow. Like everything's slow. And I go online. I'm like, I'm gonna start an online franchise. All my friends. Online server's been disconnected. I was lied to. So I'm Why here. does every, if you're going to a GameStop, you've been lied to? So I'm like, that's what you need to. So get I'm in sitting stall, there, dude. Bro, how I'm much like, research did you do before you? I was on reset. On reset, I was on NeoGaf. NeoGaf had a big giant. There's your problem. Yeah, NeoGaf in 2018. So you were on NeoGaf. And GameStop was 2018. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, you're living in five. You're walking out one mousetrap and sticking your foot in. I was so max. I'm like. I want to play this game, but the only reason I wanted to play it is because I want to play it with my friends because Madden sucks this year. Oh, so I'm like, I guess I'll start an offline dynasty. Doesn't work. Whole, no, how does the offline not Apparently, work? They, that was the year they went out to the cloud to do their saves, and they didn't make an offline version of it. You, you bought something. Why does it so much money? Jacob, I need you to listen. You bought a shell of a game. We need to have an intervention. You continue to give EA your money, <laughs> and they continue to hand you 
turns. Poop. <laughs> like literally. Like they continue to hand you pieces of poop and you keep Who told doing you it. that all the stuff was working? Well my friend got screwed too, that's how I'm selling the game, but <gasps> you started to sell too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't I? <laughs> that's true. Why wouldn't you? He's all the time. Told him, I was like, hey, these online services aren't working. He's like, I still want to buy it. And I'm like, cool, sweet. Two peas in a pod. Like, man. whatever. And he loves college football. But <laughs> I'll, like, uh, I'll figure it out. I don't know. I'll figure do. it out. That about sums up. So now I'm just, I played some offline like games. And I was like, this game isn't that great. Pay forty dollars for it. Good night, dude. Oh my gosh. So my my message UEA <laughs> make a new NCAA, I guess. <laughs> your your message EA is fool me once. Shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice. Shame on me. Fool me three times. Fool me th- shame on me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, while we're on the topic of EA, what the heck is Anthem? <laughs> I cracked up. I feel like I feel like you know how uh, I don't even want to get heavy into politics. I just want to use this as an example. I think this is funny. Anybody can find this funny. When Trump will just say stuff and it's way out there and like this is going to happen, whatever. It's like, whoa, that's not even true. Whatever, blah blah. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but they uh, EA came out and said. We actually raised our expectation for Anthem after everybody kind of, like, was really worried recently yeah. about that game. They said, we raised our expectations <laughs> to sell something. It was like kind of a Trump move of, like, whoa! Like, <laughs> like, kind of a shocker kind of move, but uh, that made me laugh. So, yeah, what is going with Anthem? And I guess they, they're they uh, really uh, confident in it, and it's like, they've uh, I, taken note of... I've learned that I don't always have the pulse on these things because Ghost Recon Wildlands was like the top selling game last year. Yeah. And I don't know anyone that played it. Yeah. So I don't always know what's going on. We we don't they know we are not we, we are not the majority. Like games like For Honor, like yeah. are hella popular. Yeah. And I don't think any of us have played it. Yeah. It's terrible. But that being said, man, I really don't know who this is for because if you want a looter shooter, yeah. Destiny. There's Destiny and Warframe, and they're both really well established. Maybe if they, you maybe want a Bioware game, this is not that. Mass Effect. Yeah. Very not clearly. And they've already burned the people that wanted that with Andromeda. Frick them! Still makes me They that. literally released like a little gameplay video of like, we're going to show like, you know, just the other day. Yeah. And I was watching it, I was like, this looks like destiny. Like yeah. they're just running around, like doing emotes, and like yeah. I was just like, maybe man. they'll release this at a more dead time in the year. This was kind of March, guys. Which they moved. Uh, Sony actually moved. What game is it out of the way? Uh, dead by Dead Life. Dead, dead Life. What is that game called? Uh, days Gone. Gone. Days Gone. Days with the Dead. That game. That the, 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 the the game dead. is gone. It has <laughs> fallen off the face. I will game. say they don't seem confident in it. I think it looks crazy. Like, yeah. All I think it looks cool. I don't know if Sony isn't confident. They moved. <laughs> Sony it. is they didn't pants. even do PlayStation Experience, yeah. but they kind of seem not confident in God of War. Remember when we watched that PSX last year? Yeah. And they were kind of giving shade to Corey Barlog like please finish this game (laughs) yeah they they were asking questions and they're like like, Sean what do you want to see for God of War I want him to finish it like (laughs) so I don't sometimes it's hard to read with Sony you can't quite tell what they are confident in but I don't know EA knows what they're doing they will release the game 
Days gone, moved out. Yeah, you're gonna buy it. Days. You're gonna buy it. And and then, I'm not gonna play it. But then stuff. five months later, I'm like, hey guys, new all DLC. The, all the online servers got guess what? Turned off. Battle Royale coming to the game. Oh, Battle Royale is gonna be. In they're gonna sure. sell millions. Of, Black Ops Four selling off the shelves and it's nothing but a multiplayer game for sixty dollars. Yeah, no that has a Battle Royale. You seem to be really happy with that game, though. No, I'm, I'm never going back. Never going back. I'm done. He's he's playing NCA double four, uh, fourteen. Double, yeah, fourteen. Double. You shut your mouth. You don't even know what you're talking about, cowboy. <laughs> he's gonna be sitting in there in the lobby alone. Let's talk about Nintendo. At least they got their crap together. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, Nintendo. We had a direct uh, this month. Or no, we had a smash. We had a smash direct just a couple days ago. Punk was a little late. <laughs> so, yeah, they had a smash direct. Uh, the final one, final smash direct for December when this Speaking releases. Of smash that like button. Smash that smash the, button. Hey, hit the bell. Hit the bell. Ring a ding ding. You'll never miss a hangout. Never miss a hangout. Um, uh, so it was pretty long. It was like thirty minute kind yeah. of direct or whatever. And I could not help, and I kind of talked about this on the Red Dead Hangout, I couldn't help but, like, be very... Uh, what happened... In, uh, Nintendo just does the most backwards thing continually. It's very funny. That their final uh, kind of character reveals was Embryer, uh, Embryo or whatever, uh, the freaking uh, Fire inbred whatever the fire pokemon yeah um that and then ken, uh, ken and then they fighter ken? yeah and then they showed uh, a piranha plant which, which, out, which was pretty funny pretty cool but that's not at real at you can't get it unless you pre-purchase the game uh, yeah you have, to, you have to you have to get it before january or something uh-huh. or whatever but what that was kind of like their final thing like characters like that is man, super anti yeah like you should have kept K-Roll back, maybe, or, like, any of those other... They, they know. They got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not stuff. saying that I'm not going to buy the game and how, like, they have just dumped all this content. Not saying, not denouncing that, but... The pacing of the announcements yes. feels weird. That was weird to You should be hitting your Apex announcement. Yeah, they should have held Ridley or, um... Uh, K roll back. You know what I mean? And, and that would have been awesome to see at the maybe, end. But... Maybe we're not done yet. No, they said this is it. Maybe we're not. <laughs> why do they troll us? Uh, so they did that, but the one other thing they did is they uh, they talked more in depth about you know combat stuff or whatever, and <clears throat> they said about trophies or whatever because they haven't talked about trophies. Mm-hmm. And I, in my head, was just assuming, yeah, there's going to be trophies. Those are a fun little thing to get on the side. You play battles, you get coins, you can use them to get more trophies. It's like these little collectible yeah. things. Cool. They're like capsule toys. You just grab them and they're fun. And they said, there's no trophies. And I don't know if you can see back here in my game room tour, like, I got all these <laughs> trophies because I love that part of Smash Brothers. In the past Smash Brothers, they have these trophies... I thought that was just a really cool thing. The memos, all that stuff. They said no trophies. And before they even farted anything out of their mouth after that, I went, it's going to be freaking stickers or like <laughs> images. It's going to be images. And sure enough, they showed they're called spirits. Uh, and they're just freaking images. Yep. And that you can use them to like add perks to your like. Uh, players. They are really trying to add an RPG element to this. And, like, yeah, you just add little, like, perks on your players, but you just collect all these spirits, and all they are are pictures. And what was cool, and I understand, they even said it was, like, a lot of work 
Like, because yeah. they're 3D modeling yeah. all of these, like, side characters. Yeah. I know, I get Whatever. it, but... To Can't go, you work 120 hours? Could they done a Red Dead and did it? But um, what was really funny about this was they said, "Yeah, the spirits." But I know what you're wondering. Um, uh, how how did you know these? Because they're like enemies and side characters from the 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 mainline games that these characters are from. Uh-huh. So they got like Hal and Ray. Oh, so I saw some of that. Like, how did they get to that? Um, so it's like all side characters, just like the yeah. trophies were. So it's like, how I know you're wondering. Uh, Nintendo just, they zone out stuff no one gives a frick about, and they're like, oh, I know you're wondering. Uh, why Why did we get, why are we doing spirits versus this? Well, here's why. Here's a cutscene to show you why. And they show all the fighters, like in a cutscene, and like, the, uh, they're like, oh, we gotta take him on. Now's not the time to step I down. I watched this. And everyone dies. I watched that. Yeah. Well, it, they pull Final Fantasy 14, except yeah. instead of just ending the trophy, it's they, like <laughs> Avengers Infinity War, bro. Yeah. Everybody just dies. They, everyone, everyone dies. And yeah, except Kirby uh, just blips into oblivion or whatever. But uh, he's the only one that kind of survives till the end. But they show all this, and I'm watching, like, this is. They're, they're spending, like. <laughs> Eight minutes, so this. But you know what to it show is? why we're getting images and stuff. It's of... the story mode. It's back. Yeah, so it is. Question like... about that. Go on. So in saying all that, there is a silver lining because I did like that in that adventure mode. In like to get some of these experience, you have to do different challenges. Yeah. So there's like one where it's like fight a giant Mega Man, and I like that stuff. Yeah. I like yeah. when that was in the other ones. Like that was like kind of changed it I, up. I, and... I have a question about that. So I was watching that first. I was like, cool. It's adventure mode. But then the more I watched it, I was like, this looks like a mobile game. The sun is going to look like adventure mode. Nah. What? No, I'm serious. Listen. Are you talking about like side scrolling and getting stuff? Because yeah, it's all challenges. Yeah, like and the stuff. art style when you were that person, little person running around. That looks like, like that's There's all these menus. I know, but then there's all these menus. And then like you were fighting. It wasn't like the old ones where you'd fight like a character yeah. in their stage. It was like. I don't know. You I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, I'm telling you. If, if it turns out good, sweet. I just Smash. wasn't sure. I saw I saw other people speculating, like, this looks kind of weird. Yeah. Like, it didn't look like a normal adventure. Well, if they don't like it, they don't have to buy it. But the collectible stuff looked cool. I thought yeah. so I saw, like, Revolver Ocelot. Like, I was yeah. seeing, like, like yeah, in the picture. Yeah, those are stuff. So, I am looking forward to it. Uh, one funny thing also in that uh, direct was, you can play online. Um, we recommend a LAN connection. I was like, ooh, that's not a good no, start. No, come on. So you have to buy a separate adapter to even do that. That changes a Ethernet. This is a great segue. A, this is a great segue. So. Iwata's. Well, that, no, I was oh. going to segue something else. Oh. Rewind. No, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm going to segue. Okay. Else. Well, I'm going to really segue, so maybe how far are you going to segue? I was going to say they need to update something. Yes. Hardware. So, big rumor came out this oh, month. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do, yeah, we'll do this first. Directly connected to that. Big rumor came out this month. I don't remember who pushed it. I don't. I think Kotaku was involved, yeah. and they seem pretty well connected these days. But a Switch Pro is coming next year. Yeah. But nobody really knows what that means. Yeah. No specifications on what that it's looks like. It's a hardware like. patch. It's a hardware patch. But, Wi-Fi uh, antenna. So, but it will be it will be a update of some sort. Yeah. So with that being said, for you guys, what would be the top one or two things you'd want to see in a hardware refresh? 
Um, fix the freaking uh, dock. That dock is a McDonald's toy. Make it a Burger King or like KFC toy. I don't know. Like, make it a little bit better. Like, make it to where it doesn't scratch the freaking screen like it did when I put the dock in there. Mine's uh, never scratched. So fix yeah. the freaking Wi-Fi to go farther than eight feet. Fix the joy. You only get two or three. So shut up. <laughs> you can bring it back. <laughs> I just I have a water yeah. bottle. I'm just like yeah. it's your fault. It's your fault that there's so many things. Yeah. That's what true. about you, Jacob? Um, I would like a little bit of a better battery life, dude. Like, Yo, Dark Souls, 19 hours. That was in two-hour increments. Like <laughs> before I'd have to go charge. Like it's pretty intense. That. This I've always felt it because when you're in the car going somewhere on a long road trip, you want to play, and it's like, man, this thing's kind of like already dying. Yeah, man, like I'm really feeling that. Like I need four to five hours. So you've got to figure it and out. And the kicker is, they said you can charge while you play, but the more taxing the game is, yeah. I I will charge while I'm playing, and I will still see the thing drop. Yeah, Dark Souls was still dropping a little. Yeah, bit. it's like it's crazy. They, 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 gotta, up quick, they just got to get a better battery in there. I'll yeah. pay an extra fifty bucks to get a better battery. Yeah, I don't care. Like, give it to me. The only yeah, other issue I have is, for the love of God, infrared controllers in 2018, they don't work. Joy-Cons yeah, have to be better. They can't. They We were playing Tetris. Uh, we were playing Tetris. Tetris. <laughs> I call myself. Uh, but that kept dropping. And yeah. We were from here to, like, the We, were, we, we weren't just, we were far hard. away. We were within the four feet. And it kept dropping at times. And it's like, this is unacceptable. So as much as I love the Switch and the Ideal and me picking it up and going places and docking it, this thing sucks. It's, like, yeah. one of the worst, like, hardware-wise. But you know My what? My biggest things would be battery life and then figure it out, Nintendo. You invented the dang thing. Give me Don't a standard Joy-Con with a D-pad. Yeah, I want to have a D-pad when I'm playing some of these Hollow Knights and yeah. these other games, and the stick ends up working fine. But dude, figure it out! Like you, know, uh, you invented the D-pad. Speaking of controls, speaking of how important it is to have controls, true. Yeah, freaking Iwata. All right, Iwata's final troll. Pokemon game coming out this month. Yep. Um, and <laughs> they, this month. they announced yeah. so I've kind of like not to go too deep, too deep into this but this new Pokemon game I've kind of I had pre-ordered I and then I stopped yeah. and I went to not pre-ordered. It looked like I love those that first like Pokemon Blue, Red, Yellow are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like those are like That's some great. of my favorite games of all time. They just Ah, but to see it on the like as a console game, everything looks so bland and very just like my first my little Tyke's first game. Like I don't know, it just yeah. looks very bland. And it looks like Pokemon X and Y. It's not a lot to it, and it's like this game was made for a Game Boy. You know what I mean? Like this was made for a tiny sixteen by sixteen screen or whatever it was. <laughs> it was like to see it blown up. It's like eh, I'm not really into this. It's kind of looking bland now. But but. They announced, so part of, you know, there was an issue with this is like motion controls mm-hmm. to do every, to do like kind of the catching and all this stuff. Yeah, whatever. twist the ball and throw it. You have to do motion. Well, they came out and they, uh, they stepped back from that, but they didn't let go all the way. They nope. said, 
you can use your analog sticks, but motion controls are always on. So if you try to like set this, if you try to like just move this, you don't want to do the motion thing. It will kick in. You know, it's all you can't. There's no option. Just put me an option on the screen. On off. Why? On off. <laughs> you should show them that. On, on off. Like off, on, it's off, not on, hard. Off. So. Um, I'll develop it for you. Yeah, I'll learn how to do code. <laughs> like, it, yeah, uh, if this, then off. If yeah, not, then on. Like Nintendo, they is incapable of <laughs> just giving the best possible yeah, situation. Yes, they are, and it, it, it would be so crazy to see them like step to the plate and just do something fully. Give uh, us an on-off switch for yeah, the love of God to not give. They're always you get this. But oh this God. happens. You know what I mean? It's like it's always you ever see online like you get a million dollars but you lose an arm. Yeah. That's how Nintendo is with everything. Is uh you get this game, but you can't turn it off but freck him. But I like him, but freck him. Uh this is definitely one of the the we always about how Nintendo does this. Yeah. This is definitely like one of the metric voices thing this yeah. month. Like, yeah, they Pokemon, let's go for the Switch, and you're like, yeah, let's go not. Uh but yeah, but uh that's it for I think that's Anything it for gaming. Gaming. Man, what a Yeah, so a lot of stuff this month. I'm and, exhausted. Uh, I'm talking I, to you. Guys. I played so much freaking stuff because I got sick yeah. or whatever, but like I sucked so much time into Dragon. Well, crazy, like, what was your favorite of the the Halloween hangouts? Uh, game wise. I think Resident Evil 4 because I just really had fun yeah. playing that like for the first time sit down and really play it with people and just yeah. like wow this is one I really want to dig into like yeah. sink my teeth into so that'll be fun I uh, oh. maybe maybe favorite game but uh, PT was my favorite experience oh, I was gonna ask something was... about PT did you see the uh, patch I saw this online oh dude a patch went out this week for PT that was shutting it down on people's PlayStations. Konami pushed a patch I saw that and I saw an update and a lot of... They kind of went and tested it and nothing happened for a lot of people. Okay. Uh, I think that all that guy... I know why. I know why. I did see a reason. People that changed their PS uh, usernames. And Sony warned. They said stuff might be kind of fricked up or whatever if you change your username. And that was an example. That kind of got freaked out. Konami's like, we gotcha. <laughs> so, so I still am able to get it, but uh, uh, you better I mean. sit there and download those files and back rid like back ride them, and you better keep that. I in line did have it. a good time when I was. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know if it's a suggested video when this PT thing when I uploaded it, but they showed somebody got the files out of that PT mm-hmm. and uh, put it into Metal Gear Solid Five. So there's a cutscene when um, Quiet is kind of like kicking oh, yeah, yeah. and playing with uh, Snake in the water, and they put uh, Lisa oh, as that. So it's man. this freaked up like girl like playing around, and uh, um, oh, the crazy. boots they replace with that fetus. A snake and stuff, and play around with oh, it and stuff. But uh, freaking funny, very very funny video. But um, Enough of this game garbage. Just kidding. I mean, that's all I did. Is yeah, I, I didn't watch games. a lot of stuff. So I, uh, me and my wife went and saw The First Man with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Uh, this is from the same director who did, I can't think of his name, but he did uh, Whiplash and La La oh. Land. And this movie was about the moon landing with Neil Armstrong and oh. all that. Really fun, really awesome. This is his first, like, non-musical kind of, like, thing. And I think I liked his other two movies better, but I mm. love this director now. I'm so into his movies. Nice. And 
uh, this movie made me think a lot about, like, the time period, like, us landing on the moon. And when it was over, I, I told my wife, I was like, man, when pride's on the line, men can get uh, a lot done. <laughs> like, people can get you a lot really done. Got it up. Like, uh, like, our country, like, was it, we were able to get to the moon because we were looking at Russia like, we got to beat them. Yep. So I want that to happen with, like, Mars. I want Russia to be like, we're going to head to Mars. Yeah, Mars. And, and you know what? In, like, uh, two years, we'd be there. Yeah. And we'd figure it out even faster. Like, Competition. Yeah. So it drives people. So uh, when pride is on the line, remember that. Whenever you want to get something done, just tell your friend, like, try to beat me or something yep. like that. And watch it get done. I'll yep. be red dead for you. Or if you want someone to do something, say, hey, Jimmy can do it better than you. And they'll, like, Instigating 101 with Zach. If you want, like, potholes fixed in your, like, city, <laughs> go, huh, that city next to us. Hey, if it's, if it's Good Roadsville. They get it done in two <laughs> seconds and watch it get done. But that was a cool movie to see. I also watched, uh, what the frick did I watch? Uh, I can't even see it. Uh, oh, I know what it was. Red Dead. I was so crazy with Red Dead, I was talking as Arthur. Lord, I mean, you saw me in the freaking hangout. I, I was talking to my wife, and she was like, please stop. Oh, I just boy. would keep talking. That's a good um, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll do the dishes. About um, sundown, when, the, when you, the cattle come in, we'll get it done. Y'all but, uh, so kind of stupid getting yourself caught again. But, uh... Uh, in doing so, I was like, you know what? I want to watch a Western. And my favorite Westerns are Clint Eastwood's, uh, Sergio Leone is the director, but his Dollar Trilogy, mm. which is A Fistful of Dollars, A Few Dollars More, and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Well, I only watched the first one so far, but great freaking, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly is one of my favorite films of all time. And those are just kind of like standalones, right? It's uh, not like a character story. Yeah. Kind of the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he kind of the same guy, but it's not really explicit? Yeah, he, he's basically the same guy, but he kind of drifts to the okay. different ones. Or they're all like, last time <clears throat> this happened. Yeah. <laughs> they're not really, they're kind of like the Final Fantasy of uh, Westerns. Um, but... Yeah, I, I, I finished that up today, and I'm just so in Western mood that I was just like, I, watching this, I was just like, man, because I, I, something will happen, like, classic moment in these movies, uh, right at the beginning, Clint Eastwood's coming into a town, and they have that old, like, Western, like, soundtrack, like those, like, like that stuff, but like, uh, every time he would do something witty or whatever that would come up or like come in I was like I love a little, this a whiplash but he comes into this town and these bandits are like just they're taking over this town or whatever and they shoot towards his like he's riding in on a donkey and the donkey he's starting to fall off him he grabs this kind of bar and the donkey goes off and you hear him laughing at him Clint Eastwood goes in this bar and gets a drink comes back out and goes up to him and goes uh hey fellas uh um I know you guys, you guys were just playing, um, just having fun, but my donkey thought you were being mean. <laughs> and uh, they look around, and he's like, uh, when he heard you laughing, uh, they get the funny idea that you're laughing at him. And uh, they start cracking up, and uh, I'm not, I don't really appreciate that. And they keep laughing, and they stop, and they're like looking at him, and he just takes them all out. Like, you know, like <laughs> there's six of them, and he just quick draws one on. Man, that never gets old. And these movies, if you've never seen a Western, start with that trilogy. That's where I started, and they are the best. Like, the best of the best. They're so freaking fun to watch. The wittiness and just the ideals and stuff that they come up with. There is something uh, that I did wasn't able to catch this month. Yeah. And you guys would be proud of me. 
I, I was finally able to watch The Disaster Artist. Wow. Oh, you did. wow. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't even know that. What a great job. You liked oh, it? Yeah. It was, it was yeah. so funny because it's like... It's human and it's funny. Yeah. Like it's it, it's relation. It's buddies. And but it makes you question his entire life way more. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, just yeah. like, this dude's a frog. <laughs> he is like... How did he end up in You America? should read the book. Dude, you I don't... Yeah, I feel like it'll freak me up. Because the book will make you go, like, what the frick is going on with this guy? But you know what my favorite, my favorite thought happened was in the beginning of the movie, and he was like, come on, come with me, bud. We go to California. We become a big star. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. So he's at home. He's packing. His mom's like, you're going to leave with this, like, 45, 50-year-old man and go out to California? And he's like, yeah. She's like, good idea. And I'm just like, at, why? Yeah. At what point does, like... Your well, life. some of that stuff was um, compressed in the movie mm-hmm. that has a little bit more. They draw that out a little bit more. There is a little bit more of him fighting with himself and his mom. Okay. Like, that's in the book, but they had to convince him. When you got into in the movie. I, California for us is. I mean, he lived in California. I think he went from, like, northern to San yeah. Francisco, right? Or, or he, went to, he went to Hollywood. Yeah, but he was from San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be like. You move into Columbus, like you know what I mean, or, or Cleveland. Like it's not as fifty year old. But I mean, if you're nineteen and you're waiting tables or whatever he was yeah. doing at the time, and you meet this friend who's got money and is like, "I got a place, let's yeah. go do it," you'd be like, "Peace." Well, well the book, I'm out. The book, yeah, but if someone tells me I got a place, then she was on the hog tied on the back of a trailer. <laughs> the book I don't makes know what's happening in my life. The movie did a great job with this, but in the in the book, they kind of even make it. I mean, this was unbelievable to this kid. He's like going through the you know. Um, the motions of like trying to get in acting and like trying to learn in this acting studio and then this guy stands up and does this terrible like the movie did a good job portraying him but in the book he's he's like totally blown away like yeah. who is this guy that has the balls to just do this and yeah. like it's nobody joke. else is like this yeah. and like uh, you find out in the book and like uh, this, the movie did a great job. I was like, this guy's the smartest guy in the room. Like this yeah. Tommy Wiseau and stuff. There's some. He's he's onto it. But the book is the funny. It goes into detail and stuff. Mm. The movie didn't. But I think Greg saw like something that. in Tommy in real life that he wanted. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why he did it because yeah, maybe he had that maybe on the outside of things. Yeah, he's fifty and he's weird and you don't know. And but what's he doesn't this care. Guy? But he doesn't yeah. care. This guy's got it. Yeah. And he doesn't have it. Yeah. And he yeah. needs it. Yeah. I think my funniest moment. There was two funny moments. I was like, this is exactly what would happen. Yeah. Number one, the sex scene. Oh, he's yeah. walking around just naked. Yeah. He's like, put something on. He's like, no, this is movie big star. <laughs> and I'm like, no, cover up. Yeah. And I'm like, this wasn't even supposed to be like a live sex scene. Yeah. And he's like, no, we make it as real as we can. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like something you'd probably do. I'm like, it makes well, sense. One thing I was surprised they put in, and in the book, you're just cringing at it even more. And it's actually in the delete. They put it on the rooms like. DVD Blu-ray mm-hmm. they left it in there like it actually happening on set when he like says what's those moles on the back of Lisa like yeah. the actor and it's like it got, it, it got it's uncomfortable, really uncomfortable. and they put that in the disaster I was surprised they put that in there but that legitimately happened it was weird it was but then up. the second favorite part was when they got everybody was coming to the movie and they were in the limo and he's in the seat everybody he's like drive around, yeah, drive around. and I was like now I'm like he would say he's like and he said he's like keep going they showing up soon like, yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm glad you saw that. That is a fun one. You need to uh, check out uh, Best Friends, though. Yeah, I, it's on my it's on my list. So it was a good movie. I was really yeah. happy I got to watch that finally. Yeah, I seen the room and I thought that was a joke. Yeah, I think you'll like Best Friends. 
Or, best, or, or best friends. Best friends? Best friends is the porno. Uh, it's the, the X Cloud version of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's streaming. Coming to a streaming service. Phil Spencer's really excited. <laughs> yeah, he was like pumped. His eyes wouldn't close. Man. Um, yeah, so uh, that, and then I, uh, me and my wife finished up Lost Season 4 again. Nice. Uh, Lost Season 4 is great. Because that's during the writer strike, mm-hmm. and I was I, I I couldn't remember when certain events happened or where they were. Some stuff even like I really forgot. People say season four, uh, ten, they got a little crazy. It, but them. season four becomes very focused mm-hmm. because of the writer strike, yeah. and it actually is. But that's why people say it got crazy because they're like, what just happened? It's one of the stronger seasons because there's a uh, there's fire lit up. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like they have to kind of finish that. Watching it live, I felt. Really, I loved the first half, and I felt at the time disappointed in yeah. the second half because mm-hmm. it comes back and it's just like balls to the walls. Like there's often people and yeah. there's these you know, mercenaries running around and stuff. I feel like some of the threads they tied up faster than it felt like at the time they were going to be tied up in. Yeah. And nowadays we're used to that with things. I feel like with Game of Thrones yeah. or Breaking yeah. Bad, people just die. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like then I I was disappointed because I was like I was interested in what was going to go on with that. Yeah. I was season four, die like yet. it's just gone. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's also when it started getting weird. With like, where did this character go? Where did she go? She just disappeared. Yeah. She's gone. But I agree with you in that. Yeah. That was when they really decided. They didn't do the thing a lot of shows did where they said, frick the writers. Yeah. John, you can write the next one. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a lot of shows did that at the time and it was terrible. They took a hiatus. Yeah. And they were really on break for a while. And yeah. then when the strike was done, they like made it another six. Yeah. How many episodes was it? 12? 14. 14. Yeah. It was short. Very short compared to the other ones that were 25 yeah. or something in there. But I think it's better for it. And I mm-hmm. legit, I came back around this time going, wow, I like four. It's one of the stronger seasons. Nice. Honestly. I'm on to five now. I like the new cast they brought in in season four. Yeah. Like the, the I don't know. The tellies. They're, they're not yeah. tellies. They're like uh, the rescue uh, people. The rescue people. Yeah. Just Daniel Faraday Faraday. and uh, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. I just, and Ma, was it Miles? Miles and Lucas. They were just... They're fun. They, They're fun. The They're show fun. really needed another impulse. Change of pace. Just, just like, yeah. I, they did a great job of that show. First season, the Survivors. Second season, Tail Section. Third yeah. season, the Others. Season four, they needed another injection, yeah. and they definitely got a good thing with those yeah. characters. Yeah. They were I good. will say we're on the season five now, and that one, uh, we're right towards the end of it. <clears throat> Maybe I'll do a final review next podcast. Uh, that one is more of the disjointed ones because <laughs> they... We were cracking up watching it uh, because um, now that I'm coming back watching it again, they, because that's when they, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, I give enough warning and enough time, uh, that's when they're going back in time with the Dharma stuff. Yeah. But they're over here and they're back in time, but it keeps popping up and it's like it goes 30 years later, <laughs> three years later, three years prior. And like those titles are coming up and it's you like you, go, no you are disjointed. Like, and a lot of stuff happens off the island in this episode because they're trying to bring them back. Mm-hmm. And they spend, I think, a little, like a tad bit too much time on that. And it uh, kind of loses kind of that, like, I don't know, like the sci-fi-ness and it kind of loses that kind of yeah. fun stuff that... Right just a little bit, but I, some of the best parts are in five too. Like there's some very. I love how they brought them into the Dharma. Like I love how. Oh they yeah, re- so that fun. that reveal because you see the Dharma stuff all yeah. the time earlier in the season. It's cool, and then when you find out they were in Dharma, it's yeah. like I love Whoa. that. Yeah, yeah. With all that being said, there's some mega really cool 
yeah. points in five, and uh, it's still a, that makes a sense though. Wow, it's just like yeah, you get a lot thrown at you, and you're kind of like, at the time. I won't even say I don't like it. It's I will compare it to the Metal Gear series in that like some it's of them. Like, I have a, I have a least I have a least favorite Metal Gear, but I still really love that Metal Gear, mm-hmm. even though it's my least favorite. So which one's that? Uh, I'd say probably Metal Gear One. Wow. So. I thought Peace but I still really love those, oh, know, that's those games. Like, not that they're bad. But, uh, well. yeah. Like all that stuff. But, uh, yeah. I think that would do it. Uh, lastly, um, some updates. This just in. First up, we've been working on something pretty big. Probably one of the bigger things I've worked on ever. It's uh, been crazy. Yeah, and we've all put a lot of time into a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Bigger than his marriage. Bigger, yes. Yeah, more, <laughs> definitely more time. A lot bigger. Him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this this project, so we are still in production. We are probably at like 75, 80-ish, 80-ish percent of production. So hopefully by next time of the podcast, production's maybe one better. More in post. We'll, we'll be in post. But uh, very excited to show you guys... <laughs> want to just give a little bit of updates because we've been very secretive about it but there's your big update is we're about to be done with production hopefully yeah. you might start um, seeing some stuff rolling around yeah you might see you might see you know just like the cowboys did what was that the little uh, uh the dead what's that called yeah you know that those weeds that would go the long the long and short oh, of it tumbleweed. Is, tumbleweed you might see the tumbleweed long and short of it is the thing we're working on we're very excited to share it with you and if you enjoy watching this podcast and our yeah I, I just man if you enjoy what we stand for which is like just having fun with games stay tuned stay tuned I think it, yeah stay tuned. I, I think we want to kind of launch this when it's ready yeah. and we're going to take some time on it I think when you see it You'll be, be, be happy. But we want to keep it, we want to keep some cards close to the chest. But, but coming, you know, production. But knowing that, so. we've worked a lot of 100 hour weeks, <laughs> and we really want you to fund our Patreon account. I was legitimately I thinking about to. that specifically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was one of those things. Hey, one of the projects I worked on like that. Hey, oh, I can't wait to talk about stories yeah. through this process. Oh, yeah. I, I have some behind stories. The scenes, behind the scenes stuff's fun. You guys, I'm excited. So yeah, that, and then the other update, I didn't even get to tell you guys about this, but we've talked about it before, but uh, I am in the, we, I'm in the process of finishing up getting us on Apple Podcasts. We will be on Apple Podcasts very, very soon, the audio version. Before yeah, 2018 we'll or pre-2018? Yeah. I would say maybe by the time you're watching this. Ooh. But definitely before the next podcast, you will start to see our... That's exciting. Yeah, if you use the podcast app... Please yeah. go ahead and get That's us on what I there. Use. I use that a lot. I use that for everything. So get us on there, and and if you feel inclined, leave a review, man. Yeah. We could really, we yeah. could really use any any. But of that. we will still be on YouTube if that where you. Yeah, I mean that's where I, mean, I can speak for myself. Good. I listen to a lot of podcasts through the app in my car. Yeah, so I know you guys like us in the morning. Maybe yeah. you guys want to see us in the morning. Yeah, I so you might have a little bit of us in the morning. So that's it. Uh, feel free to like tell your friends. Say hey, we're, I'm watching these boys and I like these boys. And They're good boys. You should watch They're solid boys. These boys as well. You can do that. Wholesome uh, boys. That would Brown help out. Boys. That would help us. Um, thank you for watching and 
Now, uh, check us out on Dweebo YT on Twitter because you'll mm-hmm. know when we're having hangouts, when we're doing impromptu hangouts, you're part of a secret club if you're a follower on Twitter. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks uh, for watching. This is the end, right? We're all this done. is the end. Well, I need to get my hat and get on out of here, guys. Um, okay, we have a quick message from Lisa Mattresses, uh, our new sponsor. Oh, man. Lisa, get in bed. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for watching. I'll see you folks uh, next time. I'm going to go get a swig of that. Uh, I'm going to take a leak over here, Arthur. I'll be back. Okay, I'll see you there later, Hosea. Uh, you got any cigarette cards with that? Did you, uh... Guys, want to play Five Finger Filet here in a minute? Yeah, I think I'm up for another game of that, but... Uh, I almost lost my pinky last time. <laughs> <laughs>